glass, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Yeah. I like my music, glass, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Yeah. I like my music, glass, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Yeah. I like my music, glass, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Trying to get hit, music allowed this nigga but hits If I hop on it, then do what you get I just go in like the fit of a switch I come to party, trying to get hit Music allowed this nigga but hits If I hop on it, then do what you get I just go in like the fit of a switch As I'm making the decision to get out of bed, I get the sharp ass cramp in my calf and I jump and spring right up out of my bed and stand straight up. And then like, you know, you start stretching, you know, it's like after so long of physical, physically moving around and doing so much shit, then all of a sudden a cramp just comes out of nowhere. That was like the case of that. But uh, we're live in five, four, three, two. All right. Here we go, baby. Back to back shows. We are back. It is Sunday, October 10th, 2021. Did I think we we're going to be back right then and there? You never know. That's the best part about podcasts is you never know when you can come back. But we are back. It's good to be here. Uh, it's Gabriel Hernandez, as always, ladies and gentlemen. Be sure to follow us on socials, um, KWTKPod on Instagram, KWTKPod on Twitter as well. A real G the King underscore on Twitter and G the King underscore official on Instagram. Good to be back. Back to back shows. Uh, shows you that we're trying to get ourselves out of the mud because we were gone for quite some time and we weren't consistent at all but ladies and gentlemen we're going to be as consistent as possible a recap of obviously talking about the Deontay Wilder Tyson Fury heavyweight showdown that happened last night what's next um really not a boxing aficionado when it comes to that I just know the stories of both Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder and then regardless of what happened last night there's still you know obviously still so much uh, respect you can still give to the one side of Deontay Wilder, as is Tyson Fury. So for all those uh, male bots out there, male dad bots out there, if you're looking at the picture of Tyson Fury, just know that that's the heavyweight champion of the world. So if you have a dad bod or you don't have abs or anything like that, you don't really look to be in the best shape, look at Tyson Fury and you'll feel less bad about yourself. I mean, for me, first things first, I mean, I'm not like the most fit, like, you know, like if you see physically, like there's not, I don't have like a bunch of abs or nothing like that, but you know, some people are just given skills, but they don't have like the best body in the world. Like, I don't want to look like Apollo Costa or Yoel Romero like that. That would just be insanity for me, honestly. Like I rely on my, on, on, my speed and you know i i feel that uh like you know like so, so, so certain people have uh, have their gifts and they have things that they're better at than others and some people have good bodies but 
have horrible cardio. I've, I've prided myself on cardio over the years and stuff like that. So there's advantages in, in certain things like that. But looking at Tyson Fury, man, great footwork, great in and out, great punching power for sure, great energy, great cardio, great chin. I mean, you see that second. Was it the first fight or the second one? I think it was the second. No, no, no. It was the first one when he knocked him down with that nasty combination. And then uh, he, Tyson Fury, like, rose from the dead. Dude, that was one of the most craziest moments ever. Like, we thought it was over. I thought it was over. I mean, pretty sure 99% of the world thought it was over. But Tyson Fury ra- uh, rises from the dead and, and comes back. And I think, think they, like, eventually fight to a draw and then the second one later late in the fight Tyson Fury stops Deontay Wilder in the third round of this fight Tyson Fury knocks out Deontay Wilder in impressive fashion um putting an end to the rivalry he has 2 and 0 and 1 Wait, no, two, yeah, he's 2-0-1 oh, against Deontay Wilder so this essentially closes the show for Tyson Fury and uh, Deontay Wilder. Now people are looking at Anthony Joshua versus Usyk. I think they're supposed to rematch two uh, a second time, but really realistically, maybe see Fury versus Joshua. That would be a cool one. Or Fury versus Wilder. But AJ doesn't have the belts right now, so we'll really take that take that one out of question. But uh, we just put maybe Anthony Joshua and Tyson or Deontay Wilder in the room together and we'll get to see what potentially happens. Who knows? Um, Tommy Fury is adamant and sent a video over to one Jake Paul that he wants that fight. That's just crazy to think about. Like Tommy Fury, the brother, the half, was he the half brother of Tyson Fury, the baddest man on the planet? Tommy Fury is asking for a fight with Jake Paul. That's just crazy because we may get a Tyson Fury and and Jake Paul on the same card in the near future. Maybe if they want to do that, imagine the press, imagine the buzz, man. It would bring numbers regardless of what you think or say. Because I, I definitely do think that would bring some numbers. But we're not here to talk about that Jake Paul today. We're not talking about Jake Paul today. We're not. We're not going. We're not going here on this episode. Um, so, like I said, woke up, got up, got a fat ass cramp on my leg. It's weird because I'll like I'll go and tell people like, oh, I don't mind them, and it kind of feels good like the aftermath of it, but just like massaging the the particular area that's been like cramped up, you know what I mean. But if you ever look up like some videos on YouTube, ooh of some of the worst cramps ever it's like oh these are baby cramps compared to that but shoot not baby enough to make me jump out of bed like i heard a fucking firecracker go off that's how i felt but i don't know like i said i have i try to stretch as much as i can and stuff but like i don't know like i said i mean i feel like i stretch and i lay down and like well i'm sleeping i keep my legs nice and stretched but that's not any excuse you probably should get out there and and stretch a lot more especially because as you get older and stuff you, you want to make sure that your body's in the most uh a lot better of a condition than previously was too because that would obviously make your your longevity and your sure physical attributes later in life better you know like i said you could be 35 36 be 40 years old and and still feeling like you're young again and just a, a matter of like what you decide to eat how you're treating yourself how your mind is and stuff believe it or not your mind plays a huge part into you um being successful later on into your life and physically successful too like i said if you want to 
be in tip-top shape when you're older rather than, you know, when I was young, the narrative of old people, oh, when you get old, you're just going to be old, frail, and you're not going to be able to really move around or have too much energy and stuff. And nobody wants to get old in general. Just nobody wants to get old in general. So maybe that's why we all decide to die young because we don't want to get old. You never know. No, I'm just kidding. Don't take that to offense at all. I was just joking. But yeah, so I mean, when I'm old, like 50, 60, no, 50 not even that old. So when I'm like 65, maybe 60, I don't want to be, uh, I don't want to be, uh, all sore and stuff. And I'm on my way, especially with my hands. I mean, occasionally, yeah, with my hands, like, you know, it would just be like, you know, I don't know, it just feels like arthritis, kind of like a baby form of arthritis in a way, but, you know, when your wrists hurt and stuff, and like, they're in shocking pain, like, it's like a shock throughout your whole freaking hand, like, that stuff's kind of nerve-wracking and stuff, but, um, it just depends, man, it just depends on you, just depends on how active you are, but, I don't think we jumped on here to talk about how active people are because, I mean, we were talking about how active Tyson Fury was last night. That was a crazy and and great performance. I mean, Fury was hurt a couple times, uh, still didn't shy away from the great performance, still had an amazing performance, and and there we go. Tyson Fury makes it 2-0 against Deontay Wilder now. Um, We could set up the, the Usyk fight, really show who the best fighter on the planet is. But uh, Tyson Fury, in a lot of people's minds, is one of the best and the probably the baddest motherfucker on the planet, a heavyweight. I, mean, I, remember, I remember the time he was talking about Cain uh, Velasquez back in the day. If you guys don't know Cain Velasquez, the former UFC heavyweight champion known for his constant cardio, his constant in-your-face aggression, his constant wrestling. Um, and, you know, he just constantly on you he wouldn't let you breathe and he would wear guys down i mean he was one of those uh one of those guys that you had to fight and and if you're not on the right side of that which many weren't you know other than fabrice Doom, junior dos santos and yeah i think is kane coming off of a win oh no he's not coming off of a win He's coming off of a brutal knockout loss. So he he, he recently fought against Francis Ngannou. That did not go the way it planned at all. Um, but yeah, so Kane was like a really vicious heavyweight back in the day. And now, I mean, we we'll look at the way that heavyweights evolved over the years. I mean, you look at Francis Ngannou, and Francis Ngannou is talking about boxing Tyson Fury. I mean, the reason why I brought up, brought up Velasquez was because early on, if you remember this, if you're a true fight fan, if you go all the way back, you can remember that Tyson Fury was talking shit about the UFC. So he gained a lot of flack from the MMA community. A lot of people were pissed off. They were hating on what he's saying. And just, you know, oh, this guy's fucking insane. He's stupid. Why the fuck is he talking about this? An MMA fighter would smash you in a second. An MMA fighter, a UFC fighter would uh, put him in a ring with the UFC fighter. I guarantee you Tyson Fury beats the fuck out of a lot of people in sparring and, and, and probably shows that he still is one of the best boxers on the planet too regardless and and he could be the best best boxer in the ufc heavyweight division if the ufc had a heavyweight division just for boxing he's a champion if uh if there's no takedowns or anything if this is a sole boxing match and you had tyson fury against most average ufc heavyweights top 10 top five Tyson Fury beats them all, ladies and gentlemen. Breaking news. I don't think you needed me here to say that it's breaking news, but that's the complete truth. That's the absolute truth.
Okay, so now here is an interesting conversation that was brought up probably a couple times within the last couple years or so since Francis Ngannou has been a part of the UFC. Francis Ngannou, Tyson Fury, who wins? Why is this even a conversation? Why are people even thinking about this? Maybe everyone's got a puncher's chance, right? We've learned that. We've learned that over the years in the sport. We've learned that, and we've underestimated it at moments and certain points in time. I mean, Mike Tyson's fight for sure against Roy Jones in, in a knockout. That was a hug fest for as long as it lasted. I don't remember how many rounds it was, but you see people like Mike Tyson, you see people like Francis Ngannou, you're expecting a knockout. If you get a Francis Ngannou winning by the unanimous decision or a Francis Ngannou winning by submission, maybe that's a little more impressive, but a win by decision. I mean, for fuck's sakes, you remember the Derrick Lewis fight, the most boring fight of UFC history, the most boring fight probably in, in heavyweight history altogether and just in general? You ask me, man. You, you mean you guys are the ones watching it? I mean, I I watch it too myself. But you know, as a fight fan and, and as a really close watcher and, and spectator of the sport, I like to say that that was the most boring fight ever. So when you see heavyweights, you expect knockouts. So we didn't see that. Uh, obviously, now we've seen Tyson Fury knock out Deontay Wilder. So now we look at the body of work Tyson Fury has been able to put together. Francis Ngannou is a power puncher, man. He tries to find the best openings, and, you know, fortunately, he's landed, and he's hit some of these fighters with some stuff they've never heard of. I mean, I'm sure... I mean, I, I don't know, honestly. Like, can you debate who hits harder? Deontay Wilder or Tyson Fury? And Deontay Wilder was able to get some belts and stuff, for sure, while Fury was gone. Um... Him. Do you remember that, what is it, the decapitation of Luis Ortiz when he landed his fucking punch on the forehead? He knocked him out cold, baby. That was absolutely insane. I mean, Wilder's a fucking bronze bomber for sure because every time he throws, man, most people, most average people can't take those kinds of punches and stuff like that. So how about Andy Ruiz? Andy Ruiz versus Tyson Fury? No, not Tyson Fury, uh, excuse me, Deontay Wilder. But, I mean, Andy Ruiz has that win over Joshua, too. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Joshua came back, got his belts, was beaten by Usyk. But I'm not really, like I said, I'm not really balls deep into the world of boxing. I do like uh, interesting and amazing matchups. And, and you know, like I said, the, the match, as we were just talking about, like, a few minutes ago, um, Francis Ngannou versus Tyson Fury. Francis has only been fighting in the UFC less than five years. I mean, he, he realized the UFC championship belt. I mean, it's not easy to beat one of the greatest heavyweights of all time, Stipe Miocic, let alone by knockout. But that's in the cage. But technique, speed, skill-wise, I just, if Francis can't keep up with Fury or, or match that that footwork that that unorthodox that herky-jerky moving in and out you know that 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 world championship like movement and, and footwork that Tyson Fury brings each and every single time that's going to be hard for Francis to catch because what happens when you have a big bomb and you can't throw it what happens when you're trying to load up and, and land a big shot and Tyson Fury is nowhere to be found. It's the same thing with Dominic Cruz. They're all in and out. They're always moving. They're always in. They're always out. You can't hit them. It's hard for them to get hit. Because they're always in and out. Same thing. It, 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 Tyson Fury would be nowhere to be seen sparring Francis Ngannou. Meaning that 
that not that he's avoiding that or he would avoid that spire but he wouldn't be anywhere near to be hit because Francis Ngannou obviously is very vicious and, and you never know maybe he does have a couple good moments against Tyson but overall I th do think that Tyson is one of the best boxers and the best heavyweight boxer on the planet earth and you know obviously there's other guys and other champions like Usyk and stuff like that and other people that uh, haven't been mentioned and stuff but realistically Tyson Fury is my favorite and he has a uh, obviously all the reasons in the world to be the favorite because he is the baddest man on the planet all right ladies and gentlemen moving on uh we just had a fight night happen last night and let, let me tell you that this is some history being broken here on the show if i believe all right so this is the first time i believe i could be butchering this i could be wrong but this is the first time in the world that i have, have not tuned in for a fight night because it just seemed like it was like, let's pull it up let, let's just go back and forth all right there's a couple things that happened last night bare knuckle fighting happened last night melvin gillard fought uh joe riggs I do believe melvin gillard uh broke his orbital bone so hopefully he heals up we'll talk about all the bare knuckle stuff and 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 certain fighters being sanctioned to fight and stuff because we got to talk about the commission thing and that fighter who died under bare knuckles under bare knuckles um banner and we're going to talk about the you know sanctioning of certain fighters you know bare knuckle picking up fighters past their primes fighters getting signed with multiple knockout losses in a row and it's just it's not a good look but we're going to talk about uh everything that happened last night ufc wise and look forward to the ufc cards in the future too because we still got that so mackenzie dern loses to Marina Rodriguez by unanimous decision. It was a great fight. Uh, Randy Brown looks absolutely good. Lanta Anderson silver like kick to the face of Jordan Jared Gooden. I was gonna say Jared uh, Jordan Gooden, Jared Gooden. Yeah, he landed that nasty front kick. I remember that. I mean, I'm I'm seeing that. That was all over my phone. So it was like it, I said I didn't watch the fight night, but it was kind of inevitable not to see that fucking front kick that he landed to. Uh, Mathulius Nikolai defeats. Tim Elliott by unanimous decision. Uh, then we got uh, Marina Algapova versus Sabina Mazo. She defeated her by a rear naked choke in the third round. And at heavyweight, okay, this is one guy I've been really excited for every single time I've watched him fight. Alexander Romanoff defeated Jared Vandera by knockout in the second round, kind of like Donkey Kong, ground and pound, vicious punches. So that that was good, and then obviously, like I said, um, Marina Rodriguez defeats Mackenzie Dern. Um, we'll talk about what's uh, next for Mackenzie Dern, but I want to move forward to the next UFC card. I want to move forward and see what's next. Okay, so um, some breaking news for if you if you don't know this already, but Aspen Lad returns. You know, obviously she missed weight. She didn't make weight. The fight ended up being off for her recent performance. A recent, uh, you know attempt to make it a performance you know she was slammed by the the whole world of mma uh, her coach got slammed too people dug up some stuff about her coach and started talking shit about her but main thing is usc vegas aspen lad versus uh dumont saturday this october 16th and it'll be i mean i don't know it seems like one of the most dead cards of all time i mean i know andre olovsky's on there um I don't know. I mean, I, I mean, I, I really don't want to go dig deep into it and look at it. I know it's one of those cards where you, it, 
have stopped thinking about the fact that all oh, these cards are boring as fuck because you know one point in time we didn't we didn't know if we were gonna have fights at all second thing is when you get these low-key fights like this we've talked about this a lot too um when you get fights that you're not so excited for, but there's a fight night going on, maybe you want to have some friends over, maybe you want to have an excuse to get drunk, maybe you want to have an excuse to get high, it doesn't matter, you can have a fucking bottle of Howler Head in front of you, just like I do right now, I literally have a bottle sitting right in front of me of Howler Head, no, it's not full, we finished it, but hey, you can, you can make the point that you could have a bottle of something, and and it could be right in front of you. You could enjoy it. You could find an excuse to get drunk on fight night. That's what these fight nights are for. But they also, also, ladies and gentlemen, they're also for people who you can't sleep on. You can't sleep on any of these people. Because if you do, you'll be fucked up. And you'll miss some great opportunities to follow some really good fighters. I mean, Andre Olowski is still doing the damn thing at 40-something years old. That's that's impressive. That's impressive in its own right. So uh, shout out to Andre Arlowski. Good luck this weekend. Uh, what weight class is uh, this main event going to be at? Because Aspen Lad did make, miss weight. And I know another grueling weight cut would not be ideal for her, nor would it be healthy. So Jim Davis... Why don't make her don't make your girlfriend cut weight the girlfriend that you've groomed since since uh, nearly a decade ago when she was like sixteen or seventeen years old you little punk <laughs> hey, hey man I'm not trying to throw some shade at Jim Davis but hey uh wait 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 so um Lad versus Dumont I don't know what weight class this is at. I don't give a fuck either. I'm probably not even going to watch it anyways. But ladies and gentlemen, like I said, if you like our show, be sure to subscribe every single week. We're available on Spotify. We're available on Apple. If you have Spotify Premium, however, ladies and gentlemen, you could enjoy episodes of our show downloaded to your phone. No data required. No app. No data connection required, no Wi-Fi required. Well, you need Wi-Fi and data to download the episode, but say you want to go to the forest, say you want to take a vacation to the beach, say you want to bring uh, a friend over, say you, say you want to just go somewhere or you go on a run or go to the gym or something like that or prepare for a fight and say you need to listen to some tunes. Did you know if you download a podcast to your phone, it saves you battery a lot faster. I have an iPhone. My battery works amazing. The battery is absolutely amazing on here. But if you want to keep the battery lived, uh, livid, or lived, or live, what's up with my words? Like, I haven't been able to speak like the last two minutes of this. If you want to keep your battery alive, be sure to just download it. Our, our show is available everywhere. You can download it on Spotify. If you have Spotify Premium, Apple Podcasts, 100% free. Uh, we just got to download it. And like I said, download and or stream. Uh, I've been seeing the reviews, great reviews, great people tuning in. And really excited for, uh, thank you for all the people tuning in too, for, especially for the, the return episode. And then we got like, because I, I look at the stats and all the highest rated episodes and all that. So it's all impressive. Definitely do um, appreciate all of that. So uh, be sure to keep on tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. Now, so severely open-minded. We might have to do the next episode of this, uh, of severely open-minded coming up soon too. So uh, sorry, I'm a little stuffy, a little allergies or something like that. It's not the coronavirus. Oh, I mean, I God forbid I, I have that happen. That would be the, one of the worst things ever. I mean, I think we've had it here and been on this program, on this program anyway. So I mean, there's really nothing 
else that we haven't seen here before. But uh, this this show is actually brought to you by Stiz, Stizzy as well. Be sure to get your Stizzy at your local motherfucking weed shop. That's what we do. All right. So I don't know what weight class that fight's at, but could you imagine if Aspen Lab misses weight again? But hey, 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 the UFC must have faith in her and must not hate her as much as all of us do because they booked her in the main event, number one, and number two, they're relying on her to make weight. And probably are going to be okay with whatever it is. Maybe it's at 145 pounds. Maybe they meet at a catch weight. Maybe you can meet, meet at a catch weight. You don't have to have a guaranteed weight at that. You just got to can't be above the fucking catch weight. Especially for people like, say, 185, 190. What was it? What was like catch weight back in the day in the UFC? Was it like 190? 190-something? Yeah, I think it was like 190 or something like that. But... um. I mean, this just really depends on uh, the fighters and stuff. But like I said, Aspen Lad missing weight again. I don't think that would really boil over too well. Uh, let's see some breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. But quickly, let's get to a little commercial break. More to come in 30 seconds, ladies and gentlemen. So that fight is actually at 145 pounds, ladies and gentlemen, if you care, if that matters. But hey, that gives Aspen Ladd a chance to redeem herself with the fans. People aren't going to be hating on her. People aren't going to be thinking that she just shows up to, to not even fight. But hey, you never know. She may put on an amazing performance here coming up this Saturday night. And hey, Best case scenario is she comes out, she looks amazing, she she, she has an amazing performance, and um, you know, maybe she finds a home at a hundred and forty five pounds, ladies and gentlemen, and but then again, I was I was literally just thinking this. I was literally, 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 literally just thinking this right now. So if she sacrifices, I mean, there's not really a big 145-pound division in general, man. I mean, uh, she's replacing uh, injured Holly Holm, which is pretty crazy. Because Holly Holm's a big-ass uh, 135-er. She's a big featherweight in general. And we were going to get the return of the preacher's dollar Holly home, but uh, that does not happen. Holly had a knee injury. She uh, has been unable to continue and obviously unable to show up for fight night. So we got a different main event here. We got um, Norma Dumont versus um, Aspen Ladd and her coach. <laughs> Aspen Ladd and her and her. Her her coach that groomed has groomed her since she ten plus years ago, man. Ten plus years ago, twenty five year old, ten plus years ago, you're like sixteen, seventeen, man. Are you kidding me? 
But we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about great fights and, and, and all the other stuff coming up here on the show. So, moving forward, ladies and gentlemen, to UFC 267, which is coming up. I know we talked about this yesterday on um, the other episode of our podcast. Um, but, hey, it's a free card. As long as you got ESPN+, Plus, as long as you got the bundle, it does not matter which one you got. As long as you're able to watch great fights. So, Jan Blachowicz taking on Glover Teixeira, the great Glover Teixeira. How, he's been fighting in the UFC, I think, since 2013, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe earlier, maybe later. But, hey, Glover Teixeira's been doing the damn thing for so damn long. Was on, like, a 20-something fight win streak before he got to the UFC. And, you know, no, none other than the great John Jones is the one that took that long streak away from him. Other than that, Glover's remained consistent and uh, he's riding a four-fight winning streak or something like that. And here he is realizing a UFC light heavyweight title shot, let alone the second one in his entire UFC career. And the first one was against John Jones. He was unsuccessful. Now we got uh, him taking on uh, Jan Blachowicz, who obviously had a not-so-good start on his own right. So the his his I was gonna say historic history being made on both sides as Jan continues to look good and you know he started his career at UFC like two and four or something like that and he was just not winning at all and everybody and their mom was getting a win over Jan Bohovic back in the day in light heavyweight division and now he comes back he realizes uh he's the best fighter in the world and. You know, I've said for the longest time, well, since his long, short reign that he's had, that I feel like Jan is going to be, like, the first one to lose the belt. But I also underestimated him, too, like I said. That's, that's, what, you, that's what happens when you underestimate people. That's what happens in the sport. That's what happens when you fight. That's what happens as a fan. That's what happens as a as a spectator. Somebody that's watching. Somebody that heavily bets super hard on a motherfucker to do something. And what the hell happens when it doesn't happen? You lose. You're, you're shocked. Oh my God. I, I don't believe that happened. Oh my God. I didn't believe it happened. Because you didn't allow yourself to believe or see all the potential possibilities of this potential outcome. It happens, man. It happens to the best of us. Um, all I know is it's pretty hot in here, too. Now it's starting to get hot. Um, but overall, the weather is getting... It's getting pretty, It's getting better, man. You know what I mean? So that's all that matters. Um, so, like I said, Don Blahovich, Glover Teixeira, the winner. You know, obviously, Glover Teixeira at 40-something years old. Forty Is he, like, 44? Hey, Siri. How old is Glover Teixeira? He's, like, 44, I think. How old is Jan Blachowicz? He's, he's not anywhere near being younger. He's like 37, 38 himself. So it's about an older battle of light heavyweights. I mean, they're still doing the damn thing. Light heavyweights showing that you can be a lot older. I mean, heavyweight division, you're 30, 35, 34. You're kind of considered an average heavyweight. But we've been getting a lot of these younger guys, like the 29s the 30s and stuff and those are those have been you know like Tom Aspinall I mean I know Chris Dawkins isn't too old either I mean Andre Arlovsky is nearly like 45 years old or something like that still fighting he fights this weekend too um and you know for light heavyweights that's pretty damn good I mean Glover Teixeira 
Jan Bohovich, I mean, after a hard fight with Gustafson, man, that hard Glover to share a fight that he had against Alexander Gustafson, where he took those multiple uppercuts, and then what was it like, dude, Gustafson beat the fuck out of him. He beat the fuck out of him. And it wasn't even close. And he beat the shit out of him. That was one of Gustafson's best performances that he had had at all inside the octagon. I mean, he's had lots of really great performances. But uh, it just it just really depends on... Uh, it really just... It would really just had depended on the night, but um, yeah. So I mean, I'm I'm excited for that fight. I mean, if you would ask me who I would be more happier for, I'm an old school guy, man. I gotta go uh, back on following the career of Glover Teixeira back when he first made his debut. I studied him. I watched him. I thought it was impressive how he was able to get a win streak like that and only have two losses to his name. Um, and, you know, going to the UFC and, you know, doing what he's done and, you know, beating guys like Ryan Bader and, you know, fighting for the title and stuff. It's, it's all really uh, amazing and uh, amazing perform. Uh, you know, he's had amazing performances throughout his entire career inside the octagon. And I'm very excited to see what he's able to do against Jan Bohovic. I mean, Jan Bohovic appears to punch hard. Is it something I have never seen before? Jan isn't anything I haven't seen before inside the octagon. I mean, he's not ultra, this ultra-impressive... You know, I'm not saying he's not ultra-impressive. Don't don't take it the wrong way. It's just like, you know, remember a guy like Henan Burrell or a guy like jo- Jose Aldo back in his prime been doing these unbelievable things. Mighty Mouse, too, is a good category. Um you, you know, he's knocking people out. He's knocking people out that haven't been knocked out before. He's doing impressive shit the way he's doing it. And he's he's obviously the guy for that division. But if you were asking me personally, I mean, I like I said, he's not no John Jones. He's not no Daniel Cormier. He's not no Jose Aldo. He's not no he's not no Anderson Silva. He's obviously doesn't doesn't mean he won't get there. He he will get there eventually if his title win lasts as long as it should. Now, I can't promise anything. I'm just a spectator. I'm just watching. I just like to be right, ladies and gentlemen. That's the thing. I, I like to be right. I like to talk. I like to break things down. And I like to be right. You know what I mean? But Jan Belhovic, obviously, had had a rough start to his UFC career comes back, has a resurgence, looks good, knocks out Dominic Reyes. Who who was his last fight? I mean, for fuck's sakes, he beat Israel Adesanya. Israel Adesanya, the UFC superstar, the UFC middleweight champion, the the UFC the UFC middleweight champion of the world who looks absolutely unbelievable, who, who has this superstardom. He has this crazy uh what is it called? Crazy presence to him online, a heavy social media following, uh just great at everything he does and you know, a superstar. Jan Bohovic beat that superstar. Wasn't the most exciting. I feel like if it was a kickboxing match, it would have been way closer. Israel would have probably had a lot better of an opportunity to be successful. 
Jan Bohovitz showed the world something we hadn't seen before when it comes to someone beating Israel Adesanya. So Jan Bohovitz showed us a lot. And it was impressive. And, you know, here we are now. Fast forward to UFC 267. Jan Bohovic is looking to recreate that um, great dream of continuing to defend his belt. He didn't defend his belt, I don't believe. I believe, yeah, so he fought. He went up and fought Israel. Or he Israel moved up and fought him. Oh, he defended his belt. Yeah, so he defended it against Israel Adesanya. So I thought it was just like a super fight, but it was a super fight, but... Um, Mm. I'm fucking hungry. I think after the podcast, I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat some food for sure. But I gotta take a piss, ladies and gentlemen. So let's go to a little quick commercial break. And we are back. Thank you all who waited for me. I know it wasn't really too long. I mean, obviously, like I said, there's no ads on this podcast anymore. So you don't have to really worry about that. So when we take commercial breaks, ladies and gentlemen, when you guys hear it by the time, boom, it's just all in your ears. We're all freaking, we're everywhere, ladies and gentlemen. You don't have to worry about us going anywhere. You don't have to worry about us having ads. You don't have to worry about us taking time off, ladies and gentlemen. It's two episodes back to back for you guys. Uh, really missed you guys and it's good to uh, be back. So for the final leg of our show, we're going to talk about obviously the movies coming up that I want to see which is Bond, the new James Bond movie. I do believe it is out. I will probably see it next week. This next time, this time next week probably, or Thursday of, not this week, but next week. And you know, obviously, like I said, the new Spider-Man movie's coming out. December's right around the corner. Oh, man, I do hope that these conspiracy theories are right about this new Spider-Man movie because do you guys want to see... All three Spider-Mans all together in one motherfucking universe. Because that would be one of the coolest things, I think. I mean, going from our childhood, like, Tobey Maguire was a classic Spider-Man. I I used to watch those Spider-Man movies all the damn motherfucking time, dude. It was, they were great. I played the video games. I played the PlayStation 2 version. I played the Xbox version. I played the PlayStation 4 version. Dude, I've been watching Spider-Man since I was a kid, man. I've wanted to be Spider-Man for Halloween multiple times. I had the toys. Um, So it's like history, you know what I mean? When you watch, when you see all three of your fucking Spider-Mans all together. I mean, if you want, respectfully, if you wanted to ask me who I thought was the best Spider-Man so far, um, I'd probably go, I mean... Tobey Maguire was a classic one. That's one that captured the hearts of a lot of people. I mean, are you going to say that Andrew Garfield... Andrew Garfield did not capture the hearts and the souls of people. I mean, if you want to go back to Sam Raimi, Spider-Man. Spider-Man 1, Spider-Man 2, and I know people don't like Spider-Man 3. I know uh, Sam Raimi was very hard on himself. You've seen the, the... what is it called? The you know he, the, the the news and stuff. If you read the news, read the posts and stuff. He was very hard on himself. He did not like the third portrayal of Spider Man. You know, had Venom, had Sandman, had the Hobgoblin in there as well. So it was a little bit of everything in there. So um, I don't know why he didn't like it, but hey, I thought it was a um, you know amazing performance. I thought it was a great uh, what is it called? A great movie. I enjoyed it heavily. Um, 
I don't know about you guys, but I really did. But so moving forward, so this new Spider-Man movie, if it has Andrew Garfield, I mean, I, I like the Amazing Spider-Man. That one was pretty good. He did portray a lot, a really, a uh, really good version of Spider-Man. But I'd say wholeheartedly, the number one Spider-Man of all time that captures the hearts and the uh, the childhood memories all day has to be with Tobey Maguire. Um, Tom Holland does an amazing fucking job, and he's a classic 2021, 2020 version, modern day version of Spider-Man, he talks a lot, he has a good personality, he, he plays Peter Parker really well, so I really enjoy Tom Holland's portrayal of the current Spider-Man, so that's overall my pretty favorite Spider-Man, I mean, I watched it in the Avengers, um, I watched him when he first made his arrival in the MCU, in Captain, I think it was Captain America Civil War, when they all fought against each other. That was one of my favorite ones of all time. I like the first Avengers as well. I thought it was just surreal to have my favorite heroes come to the big screen back in the day and stuff. And just seeing all the portrayals of Iron Man, um, the Hulk, um, you know, Thor. That Seeing all those put together and finally after so many years in the MCU, these are some of the most fan favorites and a lot of people really like it, you know, it's, it's, shoot, huge fan, look at my fucking uh, desk here, right here, I mean, we got Thanos right here from Infinity War, I've got the Legend series, Iron Man from Avengers Infinity War, Venom from the Venom movie, um, and we got Captain America up here, man, it, it's, it's an absolute dream here on this desk. I really, really enjoy the Spider-Mans. I really enjoy the... Oh, I've been watching the What If series, too. I think there's only one episode that I didn't watch yet. I skipped it. I didn't. I wanted to watch the one with Ultron in there. And I do believe I finished... I don't know if I finished it, actually, yet. So I'm going to have to go back later and check if I finished the last episode of What If... Because there's also other shows I've been watching too. So, uh, I mean, I watch Paramount Plus too. I mean, uh, the brand new episode, uh, well, not brand new episode, but well, a brand new episode is available, but a brand new episode of SWAT on is on available on Paramount Plus as well. And then I think like every Tuesday, it's Chicago PD. There's a show I watch. And then, uh, we also got, um, Chicago PD and, we got uh, FBI season, new season of FBI. FBI was the most wanted and FBI International 3. Uh, the the series produced by Dick Wolf. He's he's in charge of so many NCIS, FBI, FBI's most wanted. Freaking, what, he's in, freaking in charge of a lot of shit, man. All the shows I watch, even Chicago PD, all... Uh, produced and written by him if i'm not mistaken but yeah man dick wolf does a lot of the really good shows so um yeah i've been watching a lot of those i've been staying up to date on those too and like i said i, I have been very busy so i haven't been able to fit i mean I, I have been able to i've just been getting used to a lot of things and, and feeling a lot better in life in general so i, I just kind of been on the recovery mode but we are back and we it's it's good to be here. It's it's good to be sit here and be able to talk to you guys. It's it's good to sit here and, and express yourself. It's good to be back here for damn sure. Uh, 
And we just took a really good hit for good measures, ladies and gentlemen. But I believe that's it. Um, I really want to go see that James Bond movie, so... Would that be smart to go right now? No, I work at 5 today. I work at 5 to 1, so my fun is over. If I wanted to watch a movie, I should have watched it earlier or yesterday. Well, actually, I worked yesterday, so... I mean, every single day, there's not a day that I have the 100% of the day off. The other day, I did rarely, but that doesn't happen quite often. But, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I think that's it. I mean, we got two back-to-back great shows for you guys so uh, i mean like i said i appreciate you guys for tuning in i know who listens to this i I appreciate you guys and i appreciate the silent ones too man definitely seeing the numbers go up for sure on this show um appreciate each and every one of you guys like i said do follow me on twitter do follow me on instagram you guys know the handles we know you to say it multiple times here on this program Uh, i appreciate you all for joining us here on this episode of kicking it with the king ladies and gentlemen be sure to subscribe like share rate and review for all the latest and greatest podcast material everything from your favorite podcast is all here all on the same exact platform if you got spotify premium you can stream us you can download us for free you don't have to worry if you have apple Podcasts, you can download us for free we're available everywhere you get our sh- your shows for free it doesn't matter might as well just stream it streaming is better than downloading anyways because you might sit and forget about it but you turn on a stream it's right there in front of your face and you can stream it 100 percent for free ladies and gentlemen this is gabriel hernandez signing off here on this episode of Kicking It With the King, Sunday, October 10th, 2021. Two shows back to back, baby. We will be back sooner rather than later. Try not to miss us. DJ, it's all yours, baby. We will be back sooner rather than later. We're out of this bitch. Bye, folks. Come to party, trying to get lit, music allowed these nigga but hits. I come to party, trying to get lit, music allowed these nigga but hits. If I hop on it, then know what you get. I just go in like the flip of a switch.
come to party, trying to get lit. Music allowed these nigga but hits. If I hop on it, then know what you get. I just go in like the figure was switch. I come to party, trying to get lit. Music allowed these nigga but hits. If I hop on it, then know what you get. I just go in like the figure was switch. I like my music loud, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. I like my music loud, so DJ turn me up. DJ turn me up. Party, party, let's get lit. Let's get lit, 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 lit. Party, party, let's get lit. Let's get lit, 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 lit. Party, if you feeling real party. good, put your hands in the air. Put them in the air, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the air. Put them in the air, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the air. Put them in the air, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the air. Put them in the air, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the air. Put them in the air, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the air. Put them in the air, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the air. Put them in the air, yeah, yeah. If you feeling real good, put your hands in the air. I wake up in the morning, I'ma get a bag. Get a bag, yeah. I'ma get a bag. Long as I wake up in the morning, I'ma get a bag. Get a bag, yeah. I'ma get a bag. Long as I wake up in the morning, I'ma get a bag.